top of the morning. Nikki and DeMello. Nikki and DeMello. Oh! 97.3 Coast FM. Now, when you think Easter Island, is there much that comes to mind? The big heads. Yeah, the statues. Well, sure, it's famous for that, without a doubt. And if you believe the movie Hop, it's also the place where they make all the Easter eggs. Right. And if you've seen that movie or not. No. That's what it's alleging. Okay. Un- underneath the statues, uh, the Easter Bunny and a whole bunch of uh, chickens <laughs> making the world's Easter eggs. All right. Eggs. Well, I've always wondered where they came from. Okay. Well, it's also now known as the spot with the purest honey on the planet. Right. Because it's an island and mm-hmm. a particularly good one that hasn't been, you know, taken over or invaded mm. or much Untouched. happened to it. The local bees are free of all the pathogens and pesticides that affect the rest of the global bee population, mm-hmm. meaning they are the finest in the land. Wow. So that is all. I'm just buying some crumpets and getting on a plane. <laughs> Cyclone Ilsa, they've upgraded things to a yellow alert up north now. Yeah. Well, for portions of the coastline anyway, uh, from like Port, well, essentially Port Hedland to a bit shy of Broome. Um, they reckon it, if it crosses the coast as a Category 4, it'll be the first of that strength to make landfall in four years, potentially this evening, they're kind of predicting. Mm-hmm. Category 4, 200k winds. Uh, extending for hundreds of k's, and some parts of the Pilbara might see a year's rain in the next couple of days. Wow! So yeah, it could be could be interesting mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone's all right up that way. Yeah, goodness. Now here comes a festival uh, that no one should trust, that no one should be looking forward to. Do you remember Fire Festival? Of course. <laughs> well, Fire Festival too. The original <laughs> one was cancelled, obviously. If anyone doesn't remember, because you know it just didn't. It didn't do any of the things that it said it would. Well, they didn't even cancel it, did they? Everybody was there. Well, everyone went, but... Nothing happened. But the musos didn't go because they all pulled out at the last minute. Yeah. And there wasn't enough facilities and there was supposed to be chef-inspired meals and you saw it was like two bits A of sandwich. bread. <laughs> two bits of bread with like cheese and some yeah. salad. Anyway... Bad, everything bad. Founder uh, pleaded guilty to defrauding investors in 2018, four years in prison, so, uh, fined about $39 million, and is now on Twitter saying, Fire Festival 2 is finally happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? <gasps> oh, dear. Wasn't it Ja Rule? Wasn't he the one? He was part of it. Yeah. Billy McFarland is the guy that went to jail for right. it. But yes, there were photos with him next to Ja Rule and everyone else involved too. I mean, the Kardashians were Why would anybody well. go? This is my question. Why like, Why would you... And if you're going to make a new festival, wouldn't you call it something different? You wouldn't. I mean, there's a whole documentary a joke, about how bad Fire Festival was. Yeah. I, I really hope so. But you know what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you just think <laughs> Buy surely. a ticket by now. Well, I guess. There you go. Let's, let's just tell... You know what? He probably needs some cash to try and pay that... However, many million dollars he owes. Yeah, probably. So he's just, next yeah. week on the coast, we'll be giving away five festival tickets. <laughs> there you go. Give us a buzz. <laughs> uh, and speaking of people that could afford to go, a syndicate those uh, a syndicate of eight golfing buddies were the ones that picked up Tuesday night's thirty million dollar oh. Oslotto jackpot. Damn, I don't so, play golf. <laughs> no, uh, and uh, that if my calculations are correct, is about three point seven five million each. Amazing. There you go. So congrats, fellas. Oh. More games of golf in their future, I Oh, yeah, imagine. fancy games of golf, I'd imagine. Coast FM scoreboard with Scotty Cummings. All right, time to gather round for another weekend of footy, and it's, uh, it's all happening in territory you're very familiar with, Scott Cummings. Morning. Oh, good morning, guys. Yeah, good morning to you. Uh, oh, good old Adelaide. Huh? <laughs> I spent 97, 98 in, uh, in Adelaide, and... 
pretty much that's as close as to prison as I ever want to go. Um, not not because it's yeah, you know, not because of the attention they get, just more the quality of people. But anyway, um, no, nah, I'm only joking. It's a very easy target. It's a very easy target, Adelaide. But Adelaide's a great place, and uh, and gather around. I'm not sure if you heard it's it's. Uh, it's got as um, it got a little bit of attention uh, during the week that uh, all playing there. Every game's been played. They're really up there with the. Did you know that Fremantle played Ross Lyon in their first game of round one this season? So that's the sort of attention it's got. But it's going to be great for South Australia, and um, it's going to be a great weekend. There's got a couple of interesting places they're deciding to play the games. But um, other than that. We've got a weekend of footy that we'll uh, do our best to tip some good ones for you. Well, let's hope. It obviously wasn't a particularly successful one for many West Australians uh, this weekend just gone. Uh, so, uh, looking at Friday, uh, Dockers have a red-hot chance, don't they? Yeah, absolutely do. Uh, tomorrow, 3.10, so that's a you know, go to lunch tomorrow and maybe not come back. 10 past 3, kick off uh, here in March, Friday. You can get away with it on a Friday. And uh, uh, I, I think they're a big chance. We spoke to Stuart Jew on the show uh, this morning, who um, who obviously thinks that Gold Coast are a chance. But uh, um, we, we're all three males' chances. I think, I think they'll play well enough to beat... Um, Gold Coast, and they've got a few wings that they're looking at. There could be a bit of an axe uh, being swung around Fremantle uh, tonight. Will Brody, Sam Sturt, and uh, Ken Wagner is a chance as well to play, which no one, no one's really ever heard of him. So uh, um, Justin Longley has almost had enough and uh, threatening to swing the axe. So it'll be interesting. But I think Fremantle, I think Fremantle can win that and um, get back on track. Mm, all right. What do you reckon about West Coast Geelong on Sunday? Where are they playing? Is is this like at a local park down the road? What do you mean by interesting <laughs> locations? Well, there's there's a few like one. The, you know, the um, Fremantle's playing at Norwood Oval, which is yeah. uh, like SANFL ground. And if you watch the footage, you'll see this wall. Is a brick wall at Norwood Oval? That's about. Well, when I first saw it, it was about three metres from the boundary. It was wet. There were blokes going into it. They brought the boundary in a little bit now. It's a skinny ground. There's, uh, uh, I think, North Melbourne and GWS or Brisbane are playing up at Mount Barker, um, which is a capacity of 9,000. Um, and if they fill it, I'll absolutely go um, There's no, no way to get 9,000 in Brisbane versus North Melbourne. But no, we're, Eagles are playing Adelaide Oval. Geelong a big enough team. Both teams big enough. And uh, they're both playing at um, they're playing at Adelaide Oval, so they've got the uh, the best uh, the pick of the bunch there. That's for sure. Well, I can't see them beating. Sorry, I can't see them beating Geelong. Uh, Geelong got their mojo back uh, certainly last week um, with a big big win. They and it all beat against Hawthorne, but Hawthorne tested them early. But geez, they kicked sixteen goals to one in the second half. It was phenomenal, and they've got the best player in the competition in Jeremy Cameron. Um, so uh, it'll be very interesting to see how. Tom Barris goes up against him and uh, how he can stop him, I don't think he can. So I think Geelong will probably win this one comfortably, unfortunately. Mm, so maybe so. don't watch. Maybe on yeah. Sunday at 10 past <laughs> 11, do something else. Close your eyes. <laughs> look, yeah. At least, if nothing else, you reckon it'll be a capacity crowd at Adelaide over to watch that game too, I would imagine. <laughs> Geelong and West Coast. <laughs> you know, it, it will be interesting just to see, like, you you know, when you talk about Victoria, and it doesn't matter if there's a sporting contest on, they'll turn up to see it. It doesn't matter what it is, they'll, they'll turn up. It'll be interesting to see the crowds here and if the footballing public of South Australia get behind it. I know it's great for the state because there's going to be tens of thousands of footy supporters converge on the place. Then they'll realise within about half an hour there's bugger all to do there and go, right, just get on with the game and we'll get out of here. But 
I, I'd love to see it in WA next year, that's for sure. Yeah. I'd love the state yeah. government to have a crack and, um, nice. and get it over here. We'd do it well. Uh, and Adelaide and Carlton kick things off tonight. Carlton yet to be beaten. Yeah, they are, but you know what? They've never won an Adelaide Oval. They only played there six times, but they've never, ever won there. And Adelaide's going okay. Um, I am, in saying that, though, I think they break the drought tonight. I think Carlton win. I think their forward setup is as good as any. They get Sam Walsh back in the team after his uh, back injury as well, so that's a fairly handy inclusion. I reckon they've got too much firepower for the Crows, but even at uh, Adelaide Oval. So I think we'll kick it off with Carlton. Lean tonight. I've got the seven last week, so I'm back in form after about three weeks of three. So uh, we're hoping to, to continue improving. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? When you go badly, we never mention it, but when you go well, you, you've got <laughs> Tell it. everyone. Yeah, because there might be one eagle on a listener out there going, hang on, mate, you tipped three for the last three weeks while I'm listening to you. But seven last week, we're back on track. Yeah, clearly, clearly, this is why we talk to him every week, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Until next time, yes, but- Scott Cummings, thank you. <laughs> There you go. Nikki and DeMello's Three Things You Need to Know. All right, first off, there is a double hit of league footy in Mandurah this weekend, Waffle W and Waffle, uh, happening Saturday at Lane Group Stadium as Peel Thunder play Perth. So lots to see. Mm. Uh, April 13 is National Scrabble Day. So nice. get the tiles out. Mm-hmm. Uh, g- you know, given the stories that we related about, you know, Monopoly and Samurai Swords this week, maybe just don't keep anything mm. sharp nearby <laughs> in case there's some family arguments. Keep you cool. Yeah. Um, today, April 13, is International FND Awareness Day. Functional Neurological Disorder is what FMD stands for. It uh, aims to promote awareness, support patients and advance research for the prevention as well as treatment of FMD. Um, FMD Hope is a charitable organisation promoting awareness uh, for those, uh, not just for patients and families and carers, but sort of everyone surrounding people with FMD. So today's the day to have a look up. Google FMD Hope and see what you can do. Mm. It's also International Plant Appreciation Day today. So, oh, any plant? Any plant. Whether, I don't know whether you sit amongst them or, or load up a plate with them or make a delicious beverage from something leafy. Yep. Stop and appreciate our plant-based friends today. Lovely. 97.3. Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello's Coast Feed. Coast Feed. Let's go. Here she is, fresh with tales from a mystical land, Nikki Parkinson. Thank you. Uh, we've been given a little more detail about the new Harry Potter TV series. Right. Uh, it's going to be on HBO Max, as we already knew, and of course will be based on J.K. Rowling's books um, as source material. Max has described the series uh, saying the stories from each of Rowling's Harry Potter books will become a decade-long series produced with the same epic craft, love and care this global franchise is known for. The series will feature a new cast to lead a new generation of fandom full of the fantastic detail, much-loved characters and dramatic locations that the Harry Potter fans have loved for over 25 years. Each season will be authentic to the original books and bring Harry Potter and these incredible adventures to new audiences around the world, while the original classic and beloved films will remain at the core of the franchise and available to watch globally. No word on when the series will debut, but sounds like they're putting a lot of effort into it. They're backing it too, talking decades long. 
Yeah, decade long this is going to go for. Well, I suppose if they're hoping to put a whole series for each book, that's seven years already. Yeah, so right. obviously you're adding a few on there. Also but... assumes that they kind of go well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. The Jonas Brothers have performed two new songs on SNL over the weekend. They performed new tracks from the new album called The Album. Right. Um, here's Waffle House. I like it. It reminds me of something and I can't put my finger on it, but mm. yeah. Sounds old school. It does, for um, sure. And this is the unreleased track called Walls. It's a little more chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those tracks are on their new album, the album which is out on May 12th. Foo Fighters have shared a teaser on their social media, potentially for new music. No one really knows what the post means, okay. but they posted a video with text that reads, Are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> B1. <laughs> with this audio. Well, I mean, obviously it means there's a new series of Bananas in Pyjamas coming and they've done the theme music. Amazing. Can't wait. And Jason Momoa's Minecraft film has finally got a release date. Uh, The Hollywood Reporter says that the film won't hit theatres until April 4, 2025. So it's on its way very distant future. Okay. Uh, The Minecraft movie is being directed by the Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre director. So it's in pretty good hands, I'd say. Nikki and DeMello. Back tomorrow morning from 6. 97.3 Coast FM.